Welcome back to Millennium Meet Jab Acts, where we talk about all things relationships. That's right. So what is love? What is love? That's the topic for today. We're just going to share, Dolisa and I, a little bit about what love really means to us in our relationships. For me, it's being respectful, kind. And when I say respectful, I'm talking about respecting each other. You know, not just Mm -hmm. the person respecting Mm -hmm. me, but respecting each other. It's being kind, it's thoughtful. And also, it's for me, in in my relationship, I really wanted us to... Uh, both have a relationship with the Lord. That was first and first, foremost. Mm-hmm. And I remember b- even before I got married, I was just, you know, I had graduated college. I was working just pretty much thinking about myself and just trying to get mm-hmm. myself together, which is pretty much what you're trying to do after college. You're trying to, you know, get back on your, yeah. your feet. Yeah. From, you go from being, getting to know who you are, to yeah. home going back back home right so it's like a shock you're like dang like <laughs> I was you know by myself now you know <laughs> back home so but you know I had no problem with going back home because I was working I found a job right after I graduated so I was working mm-hmm. making my own money you know got my little car you know doing my own thing yes and then wedding season hit so by 2017, I went to a wedding and that's where I met my husband. So, wow. but uh, at the same time, my husband and I, we had went to the same college, but then when I transferred, we um, did not go to the same school at that time. So between mm. for about, I'll say about a year, we didn't, you know, get to see each other, but I would re- reach out to him, you know, just to see how he was doing. And so as time went on, I believe what really connected us or made us feel comfortable to go ahead and get married is that we knew of each other and we both wanted the same thing and each other for who we, you know, who we both are. So we didn't have a problem with, um, we, we went about, let's see, about four, four months and we decided that we wanted to get married. That's awesome. So overall, we've been married for about a year in seven months and so um this will be our second year and coming up and you know what is love i think love is actually um also what you make it and Mm -hmm. as time continues to go on you continue to learn one another and your relationship continues to grow and so through everything you always want to um have you know the best for one another you know what i'm saying pray for your partner through you know through your journey yes yes mm-hmm. that's so that's so important and a lot of people don't realize it but Alisa, tell me something when did you realize um in such a short frame of time for some people would think mm-hmm. um when did you realize you know what I am, this is the person that I knew I want to spend the rest of my life with. What was it? Was it something that he did? Was it something that he said? Or was it something that you were raised um, with belief with? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for me on my end, I'm, I'm <laughs> on my end, it was really, um, you know, when I was in school, I always, you know, really thought he was a good guy. And so Mm -hmm. always, Mm -hmm. you know, have my my eye on him. Mm -hmm. But it was just like, okay, you know, I'm like, man, he's just such a great guy, you know, this and that. And I would tell my friends or whatever, because it was so funny. 
when I told my um one of my good friends, when I told her, you know, I was like, we're dating. She was like, it's about time. She was like, you like him in school or whatnot. And she was so she was like, it's about time, you know, y'all date or whatever. So she wow. she knew, you know, that I um, thought he was a great guy in school. Uh-huh. And so... Uh, as time went on, though, you know, where you when you're kind of in school, it's kind of like yeah. for me, I don't know, I was just focused on s- school. Like I wasn't yeah. so pressed to have to date or be with yeah. somebody. Yeah. Having a friend, I thought was good, you know, but I wasn't so yeah. pressed to have to go on dates and stuff like that in school. But anyways, as time went on, we actually what happened with us is once we started dating, we actually yeah. uh, started um taking like tri- a trip here and there you know just to kind of mm-hmm. get to continue mm-hmm. to know one another so during our times with doing a little traveling we got you nice. know we got to talk a little bit more and see what we both wanted and we both yes. wanted family um eventually wanted marriage and we did have that conversation there and so mm-hmm. when we went on our trip one particular trip we actually both liked trails so we went on a trail, and after the trail, we went to um, rest and stopped and got something to eat and ate inside a restaurant. This is when we could go in restaurants freely and then have to worry about Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talk about a mask. Right? So we basically were um, talking, um, yeah. but when we were on the trail, we were um, we had a really nice time. But even there on the trail, we was talking about um just life in general and things that we wanted in our lives and so I something told me right then you know that this is what life would look like with him so that's when I was like you know what this is my husband so he here to stay (laughs) and it was just it was a really nice casual conversation it was nothing that was forced we both were comfortable and mm-hmm. we both just had that eye for one another where where he felt the same way about me and I felt the same way about him. Yes, and that's so, a blessing. And so, uh, you know, in some ways with him, you know, I, I look, you know, look at him as, you know, my best, my best yes. friend, um, a, a father figure, a leader. You know, yes. he, he, you know, he's just, he's overall just a, a really great guy. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's, that's just so awesome. Me, you know, just, just hearing about it and, you know, for such a younger, younger woman, um, and man being mm-hmm. able to experience, um, such an amazing relationship one, um, and marriage and partnership mm-hmm. secondly, because, Oftentimes we don't see that and we don't hear that. Um, and and while there are many couples that are married and together at a younger age, um, you know what brings them together is not always that story. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times it was forced. You know, and then some people don't really have God in between the marriage. And and I know that you and I talking previously. I know that God played a major role um, in your decision. Both of them. Mm-hmm. So that was that. That's that's a blessing in itself. 
thumb, right? Yeah. But as I'm listening to you, as I'm listening to you, I'm just thinking, oh my goodness, listen to your sweet story. Um, and your year and a few months, mine will be 20 years of marriage um, this coming August. And so as you was talking, I was trying to reflect. Huh? You said the big two O's. Yeah, being too, awesome. <laughs> being too early. And um, as you were talking, I was reflecting on all of those things that you call marriage as well. I do too, you mm-hmm. know. Um, but as you go on and years go move forward, you realize there's so many more um, attributes you can add to. But I would just say for me, when we started out, um, I was a single mom. And I had walked away from a very, very, very unhealthy relationship. And I, I emphasize the various, even in capitals, if somebody had to see it in writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very difficult for me because I said I had such a bad experience that I really didn't think there was space for love. I didn't think there was space for someone to walk into my life. So that was very difficult. But what I would say, um, I thought love really was because, I, to be honest, I didn't even know what love was after that point. I, I just knew from what I had experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and then I was raised in a single parent home. And so I really didn't have the opportunity to see um, my parents, even though they're very, the best of friends, because um, I didn't see that couple and how how a relationship supposed to go before me and so I was navigating mm-hmm. that field by myself and I think that was part of why I probably ended up in such an unhealthy relationship because I didn't know what it was supposed to look like right uh-huh. um, so and the TV shows you know there's white picket fences even some of the shows um, it wasn't what I wanted to see I guess um, but what I would say is when I realized um, I was in that relationship what really I think paint piqued my interest to thinking this was love I think was when my husband now of course he was very selfless he done everything that I wouldn't even think of doing for him he would do it for me mm-hmm. effortlessly and my son effortlessly it was never a me and not him or him and not me he had both of us in his life, and he showed it. He showed that he cared for both of us. Um, he was very, like you said, respectful, kind, selfless, um, communicated well, um, very given of us. Um, even, and I was, and like I said, I was very battered and bruised when I walked into that relationship. So he had a lot of patience with me. He had a, tons of patience with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I would act in a certain way based off of my past, but he never ever gave up on me. And so for me, when I decided to say yes, um, I knew that I was marrying someone that one, loved me and my son as one, and two, a hard worker. You know, would do anything for us financially and make sure that there was nothing that we would need with him being in our lives. And so I think that was what made me believe that, you know what? And he also helped me to believe that there was hope for love again, that this is really what love is. So 20 years in, I could go, so many stories I can give you, but 20 years in, what I can say about love and even about my decision to marry my husband or for those attributes is that we've only added to nothing's changed it's 20 years but it doesn't feel like 20 years it's yeah. also the fact that we are best of friends mm-hmm. um there is nothing i can or cannot do without him or with him um now i have two of course my daughter and my son our daughter and um it's both ours you know um 
and there was nothing he wouldn't nothing's changed there was nothing he wouldn't do and i also have a grandson now so there is nothing he still wouldn't do for any of us all mm-hmm. of us is his world you know he's so selfless he'll put us before himself um in many instances and so for me i look now and say what is love love is all of those things that we spoke about kindness respect communication mm-hmm. fun laughter selflessness but love is also ongoing love is a commitment love is those things that's intentional you have to be intentional about what it is that you want in the relationship you know you have to be yeah. intentional about your finances you have to be intentional about how you communicate you have to be intentional about how you disagree you have to be intentional about how you make up you know you have to be intentional about how you um, um attend or approach a family or friendship relationship that might be going off between both of you um you have to, so many things you have to be your spirituality you know you have to be intentional also i believe that if you are christians which we are we wasn't when we got married but we were two and a half years into our marriage so praise god for that because i think that's it that was the saving grace as well but uh-huh. you have to pray together you know there is not a day we pray together um okay maybe sometimes it's called washing we don't get to pray together which is a very odd day but usually we pray together every day anything wrong with either or we're praying over each other our children and so i think that's a strong force in a marriage um is a relationship between you and god and then your marriage and i think that's so important but yeah marriage love and love in a relationship is so many attributes that bring it together but i think as long as you're continuously being intentional about what it is that you want it to look like and what it is that you want to feel and how you want your family to grow and all these things i think it could be whatever you want it to be and i will say what i have is not what you might necessarily hear or need Yeah. So I just always say keep it personable to you and your life and what works best for you what works best in your family unit you know um that's most important but for me love is just love is just everything that we are and we met when I think back we actually met in a nightclub and you know it's funny cuz mm-hmm. people say and even me being a, a coach I I try to deter people and i guess maybe because i'm christian now but mm-hmm. i deter people from meeting in nightclubs or this type of places but the reality is i met um, my husband in a I, I, maybe not a nightclub it was it was a lounge and um i wasn't planning to go anywhere and um he wasn't planning to go anywhere and how we met was i went out with a girlfriend she said come on let's go and i had been out for a long time mm-hmm. and i was in the slums of my past relationship i said i don't want to go anywhere and i decided to go and he was good friends with my girlfriend's boyfriend at the time and i mm-hmm. never knew him and when he came inside the club my girlfriend was he was across the bar and my girlfriend said come in here come in come in you know cuz she knew from her boyfriend and mm-hmm. i was like who's this anyway we literally she introduced us and usually when my friends were never introduced me to guys because they would say oh you're so unmanly you just don't talk to people well 
she introduced us and we actually sat for the entire night talking. She was sitting between us at first. She had to get up. She said, what in the, this is a first. And we just talked nonstop from that night. Um, I can't even tell you everything we talked about because we just talked talk nonstop from that night. Mm-hmm. 20 years later, we're still talking nonstop. And so I think it's so important. Um, one, you're able to have a conversation with your partner. Um, you're able to have laughter with your partner. Like there's another day I don't laugh with my husband. When I tell people this, 20 years, every single day is laughter. It could mm-hmm. be the smallest things from me trying to put on a pair of pants that's too tight to him realizing or thinking he's Mr. Hulk in the mirror. Whatever it may be. Whatever it may be. Exactly. Whatever it may be, you know, there's always a laugh. And so I think it's so, I, I think that's so, and I couldn't imagine my life mm-hmm. um, 20 years in. I couldn't imagine my life without him. And I couldn't imagine my life another 20, 40, 50, 60, 100, 150 years without him. And so I would have to say love encompasses so many things, but you have to first be intentional about them. They don't just happen. We have to make them happen. Not force them. <laughs> not force them because it's, it's not there. It's not there. Yeah. So, yeah, that's also in a nutshell. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Um, when I was just listening to you talk and you say 20 years, that, <laughs> you know, that's awesome because, you know, now, you know, you hear that, you know, divorce rates and different things are just yeah, so yes. high and people are not staying together like they used to. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, but you know here we are you know both married both talking from different point of views and one thing I can you know both tell is we're both you know happy and you've been 20 years I'm going on two two years and you know happy and so you know I just admire that you have 20 years right now 20 20 years plus you know you know more coming ahead of yes you both and I, I just think that's beautiful and and i i thought of, i'm thinking about it i said though lisa we'll be doing one but you're in 20 years and i'll be 40 years <laughs> i'll be saying i'll be saying they're actually 38 you'll be 20 and i'll be 38 and so and let's let's have that conversation we'll be having that conversation there we right. you you'll have your family and i'll probably have a few more grands but right um, kids will be here by then <laughs> yes yes what and it's gonna be amazing how we're gonna be able to reflect and mm-hmm. just hearing you and even before we you know even talk about this podcast you know even for your marriage and the mm-hmm. things you've already shared with me you know I believe God's gonna you know see you through to twenty and twenty and twenty mm-hmm. we just keep at twenty for you mm-hmm. um, because your foundation is right you know mm-hmm. your foundation is there and I think many of us miss that mark yeah. when we don't build that foundation and as you mentioned about divorce rates um, there are so many people that are getting yes for several reasons you know sometimes you just pick the wrong guy sometimes mm-hmm. you look and say oh he, he he appeals to me intimately oh he just makes my body just does everything for my body but doesn't do anything intellectually mm-hmm. to you you know or for you and so you know there are various reasons why people get divorced um right but yes. i know for me and i know for you that's something that um Divorce, I, I don't, I, I really, that's not something I foresee. I don't mm-hmm. pray it to happen. And I believe that, um, you know, when you believe and pray and trust God with your life, mm-hmm. um, even with your relationship, um, that 
you know, if you keep him in it, you know, he can guide you. Even when things fall off track, he will guide you mm-hmm. to keep you together, you know? Yes, ma'am. That's at the very beginning, even when I, like I say, what I said at the beginning, I told you I was just trying to, you know, get myself together. Yes. And at the yes. same time, you know, I am growing in my relationship with the Lord, writing yes. to him, reading my scriptures, just different things to continue to stay stay strong and to continue to, mm-hmm. you know, just be my, be the best person that I can be. And so, you know, at the time I'm like, you know, I I really would like to have someone where we can ha- be both like-minded. Yes. And both have, have a relationship with Christ. And we're both, you know, family-oriented people because I, I love family. Yes. You know, we're both, you know, on the same page where we want to, you know, get married and yes. you know, just live life together. Do doing life together. That's what it is. Doing, yes, and that's what marriage is. And so, I love that. Mm-hmm. And so, as time went on, it didn't happen instantly. But oh my gosh, I didn't know it was going to happen in <laughs> in two thousand and seventeen. You know, I was wow. sitting here talking to my my husband. And so, as time went on, I was like, oh yeah, this this is my husband. I I knew that was my husband. The way yes. he carried his, the way he carried himself, the way he, um, you know, knew how to, um, you know, he had his own relationship with Christ. He, you know, was going to church, very active in the church. Um, he worked, yes. he worked, he had his, you know, his own car, you know, different things. Mm-hmm. So he was already established, like, yes. working towards, you know being established to provide for a family as well so um just all those different type of characteristics and you know having a good family you know that was important to me as well like you know where do you come from you know who you're around just different things like that and so um because you know how people say how a man treats his his mom and his family that's how he'll treat yeah he'll treat his wife yeah. yeah So, you know, mm-hmm. looking at all those types of different things. And I'm like, That's so yeah. true. Yes. I'm like, this is a this is the guy for me. You know, even his down to his grandmother, you know, everybody is just they're so sweet, welcoming. So yeah. I just really enjoyed and I was uncomfortable. So I enjoyed, you know, being around everybody. People don't realize it's an mm-hmm. entire picture exactly. when you exactly. get married. Mm-hmm. It's not just you two. You yeah. know, and even though on the flip side of that, even though what other people think doesn't really matter mm-hmm. for us. You know, more so if you and your husband decided on something and the family said, well, we're not taking it. Oh, no. You can respect their opinion. You can respect their views and all Mm -hmm. of those things. But ultimately, you know, it's you and your husband's decision. But I think it's so important when family thoughts come together Mm -hmm. and you're in one mind, you know, one like, one mind, one unit. I think it's so important. It's much more powerful, I believe. But it's something you said earlier as it relates to you and your husband. I often talk to my clients about earning your 100% in the relationship. And mm-hmm. many people wonder, well, what is that? Um, but I can assure you this, earning your 100% is basically what you just talked about. Mm-hmm. You knowing who you were, you had your education, you knew mm-hmm. what you wanted, how you wanted it. And your husband, he knew who he was, he had his own life um, 
And so bringing both of you, both of you lives together, you that was your two hundred percent. So you, he bought his one hundred, you bought your one hundred, mm-hmm. and now together you're forced to be reckoned with. And right. many people say, Well, what's the one hundred percent? Well, whatever your one hundred percent is, we're his hurl and your hurl. And together you can do many things. And so mm-hmm. I believe in that bringing your 100% and earning who you are. So that when you get together, you're not leaning on him and he's not leaning on you for the things in which you need to mm-hmm. build forward, the limping on one leg, yeah. you know? And so I think it's so important that we allow even each other to build up who we need to be so that when we do come into these relationships, you know, we can grow together, together stronger, Mm-hmm. Um, together so much stronger and although you're together to help lift each other up and do all those things it's mm-hmm. important um, it's it's so important that as individuals women and men it's so important that we know who we are why we are and why God has actually purposed us on this earth so that when we come together you know you go and place you with the right person to help you both to exude everything that he's facing I know as women we can only really speak from women's point of views is that a lot of times we just want to be loved right and love to each of us may mean many different things but one of the mistakes that I believe that we make as women is that we we think we can fix somebody. We think that um, if we pick up where the mom left off or the grandmom left off um, or their guardian left off, um, they'll love us more and and we can, they'll never leave us. But in actual fact, you know, we're not their mom. When you get married or go into a, a committed relationship, it's a partnership. Correct. And most times it should be equal. Um, you know, equal and not that your husband, if he didn't have a car, you wouldn't have married him. No, that's not what we're saying. But because he had himself together, you had yourself together. Now, as you're growing in marriage, now you can learn new things and do things together. You're not limping, leaning on each other for those things that you, he or you should have already had before you walked into that marriage. So, yeah, in a nutshell, relationships remarriages are also um, partnerships and we have to know that yeah I would have to say I think um, most millennials would think it's okay to be with a their partner who probably doesn't really um have a car or uh-huh. but this is my thing don't don't be mama like yes because I, I've talked about this uh, um before. I've told you this before, Tina, that um I I had a friend where he was just he he wanted money, you know. Yes. He he didn't have a car, you know. It was just I was yeah. just like yeah. what, what's going on? You know, guys will, you know, they'll call you, they they want you to bring them something to eat. Just yes. I'm like, look, I'm not your mama. You know, Thank you. I, I'm I don't know. I'm not auntie for you. No, yes. I'm not getting ready to take care of you. Like this is not. And so, you know, some people can, you know, think that's okay. And it's probably not just so much a millennial thing, but it's just like, you got to have common sense too. Like don't have somebody just out here having you run in the streets for yes. to do Leech. every little thing because that's not your job. 
Thank you. And so Thank you. And when people, if somebody thinks you're going to do that, then, then, hey, when y'all are serious and committed to each other, yes. they you to do that then. Sometimes women get in these relationships and then they talk about, why does he, every time he comes to my door for money, oh, he always has my car and never puts gas in it. Mm. Or every time we go to dinner, he doesn't pick up the bill. I'm going to pick it up because he's talking about this job, his paycheck is waiting on, or he, he doesn't work because it's everybody else's fault why he um, quits or, or, or doesn't get hired. Um, he isn't in school, didn't get education because his mom or somebody didn't invest in his education or, yeah, or, he has five, yeah, or he has five baby mamas or three baby mamas because, you know, he wasn't taught about safe sex or he has um, all these past relationships and they left, he left them because they wasn't good enough. I mean, just, we come up with so many excuses as to why we're going to babysit. And I think that's important that, you know, we have to look and say, wait a minute, even, even somebody doesn't want to know, look at the Bible, you know, no, we're not supposed to be caring for men like that, we're not supposed to be, I mean, vice versa, they shouldn't have to be looking after us like that, no, we're supposed to know who we are, right, exactly. and so if you're going to give a man money every five minutes, well, wait a minute, something not right, is he giving you money? Is, right. is, is he taking you out? Is he buying you clothes? Is he giving you gas? Is he, you know, putting you up in his house and paying all the bills? You know, is he every five minutes, um, you know, all these things. Oh, you got five different children for five different men, and he's looking after them, and you're not doing anything to help. I mean, think about it. Just put yourself in his shoes. Would, is this something you would want to be doing or how you would want to be treated if you right. was in this? Like, come on. So we, we have to be so careful of that, you know, just how we approach these relationships and what we accept. I just don't play. I didn't play then. <laughs> I don't play now. And That's it, right? you don't get many chances with me. It just don't happen. <laughs> and and you know, you see, I think it's you good to be that right? way. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, you know what? It really, it really is. And sometimes it takes one relationship. Sometimes it takes people fifteen to get mm -hmm. it right. But I just believe what's most important in all of this is our boundaries. You know, yeah. and, and a lot of people don't have boundaries. So for you, you knew. You say, listen, um, I don't play too long. And the reason you didn't play is because you had boundaries. Yeah. You know, so many of us don't have boundaries. So I think that's so important. But Delisa, what would you say to that millennial, right? Mm -hmm listening now and she has been in a relationship for a year or several years as someone's girlfriend and she's continuously just waiting for him to pop the question what what would you say i would actually make sure first that we have the same um values because that is very important yes. in the in that when you're uh, seriously thinking about being committed to one one another um, because at that point you're not just dating but you're actually if you're actually thinking about getting married then you know that's a whole new chapter you know right there in itself yes. so you want to if if you're you know waiting on somebody to pop the question then that's a conversation that that's need to be had if it hasn't already and so you, you, yes. know, you can think about it all day long but if you have not um, talked to your um, partner about that, then how are they supposed to know that you're wanting to get married, you know? So, but if you're one of those mm -hmm. um, 
ones who've had that conversation and it still hasn't happened yet, then maybe on their end, they're trying to make sure that if you want it done a certain way that, you know, it's done the way that you want it, or maybe they're just waiting on the right time. Cause some guys rather girls not yeah. be so, Oh, well, when are you going to, when are you going to, when are you going to, you know, they want to be, yes. they want you to be more so surprised about it than, um, you knowing. God. Yes. So I would say, you know, be patient if, you know, you have a guy who are, who's not going to do it for you, you know, on the same day that you're asking, you know, so they, they're wanting, wanting you to wait, wanting to wait it out so you can be, you know, extremely surprised or if you weren't yeah, done in front yeah, of your family, or what you want. yeah, or if you want it done in front of your mm-hmm. family, then you got to wait till all this virus stuff calm down so your family can be yeah. there. So sometimes people just want yeah. stuff done a whole certain way. And so the person, you know, your partner's just like, dad, like, okay, well, I have to get this together. I have to get the money together to make sure I can get the ring that she wants. You know, so you just have to be, uh-huh. you have to be patient. But um, if you, so Tina, you said a year, but like if somebody's been in a relationship for like three years, four or five years, it's just like, okay, uh-huh. all right. At some point in time, you have to just realize like, okay, well maybe, maybe we're not ready or maybe he or she is not ready, you know. Maybe okay. we're not uh-huh. on the same page. So we need to reevaluate right. this relationship. Uh sit down yep. and talk about really what do we want? What do we want? Yeah. Because yeah. if we don't yeah. want marriage, we're not getting ready to force marriage. And so we need to move on. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Because one one person can want marriage, the other person may not really want marriage. And so mm-hmm. that's a conversation mm-hmm. that's need to be had. Yes, yes, I agree. Think about why he hasn't married you yet. Now, let's just use this um, analogy for you. Um, when you go downtown and you look at dresses and shoes and bags and different things, even hair, makeup, nails, whatever it is, you think about it and say, I really want that. Okay, so think about this. You go in the store and you don't buy it. There are reasons why you don't buy it at that time. One, you might not have all the money for it. Check. Two, you might be waiting to fit into that dress. You might you might want a smaller size. Three, it might just be that you're looking around in several stores to find that better shoe, that better dress, that better hairdresser, that better nail technician, mm-hmm. um, that better restaurant. And oftentimes... That's the case. When these men and or women do not commit to us, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's because the waiting and the shopping around to see if there is something better. So my dears, if he hasn't popped that question to you and you've been together with him for years, Mm -hmm. it's probably because he's checking to see if there is something better on the shelf before mm-hmm. he commits to you. So all of those nice things that you're doing to him or for him that you think a wife will do, stop. If you keep doing that, he's not going to marry you. But guess what? When he meets that one that he feels is the perfect dress, the perfect shoe, the perfect purse, the perfect nail tech, the perfect hairdresser, that's when he's going to come to you and say, honey, it's been good. But it's time to move on. So don't wait for that moment. You assess your values. You assess the relationship. And also assess what it is that you feel like you are worth. Because you are worth more. That's all I have to say about 
what is love in your relationship? Good conversation, though. And, you know, as time goes on, you just really, like we've been talking about, is just, you know, evaluate and see what you both want in the relationship. Because Mm -hmm. if you're on that page where you're ready to settle down, then you don't want to be with someone who is just ready to play around. So you mm-hmm. got to make sure that you're both on the same page. Same page. Thanks for listening. All right. We'll see you next time.